Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Today is the 30th, right? Yes, it is hump day. To all you weekend warriors out there, happy hump day. You're halfway there, baby. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty. I'm very excited to announce that I will be on the air. You will get to see my mug Monday through Friday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, talking about life, love, and liberty. I already have an amazing lineup of guests starting next week. That's right. And I'm also going to be taking live callers, so that's going to be exciting. I miss that. It is one of the number one things I miss about terrestrial air. There is nothing quite like being on live radio. Nothing. Literally. I mean... Chatting is cool. I love chatting. A lot of fun. Um, Spaces, Twitter spaces are very cool, by the way. Uh, Tune in tonight. I will be um, a guest alongside uh, one of my new favorite people, uh, Mr. Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson, with another Lieutenant Colonel. This is like the night of the colonels. Uh, Rob Manis is going to be on with us as well. Uh, Buzz Patterson is now a spokesperson for a brand new NFT that I am not all too familiar with, but I'm extremely intrigued because it seems as though uh, there are three packs that surround this NFT that are all, uh, from what I can tell, politically inclined, which means that we could be on the verge of the campaign finance reform that we've all been crying for for years. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know really anything about it. I am, I've am. i been invited to be a special guest on this this evening. I will have the CEO of this company on with me next week. Uh, so I'll be able to bring you more of it. If you can, if you can meet us at on Twitter spaces this evening, you can find that link at my Twitter space at Monica on air talk, and it will be 9 PM this evening, Eastern standard time. Uh, looking forward to it. So yeah, we, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of mystery around NFTs, crypto, Bitcoin, all of it. Um, and so it's best to quell all of the mystery around it. Um, disinformation, misinformation, false hopes. There are, in fact, a lot of frauds uh, in this space of, um, of, of DeFi, uh, de, uh, de, deregulated uh, currency, um, and, and deregulated finance. And so it's really important. What I have found with the church particularly is that as soon as the, uh, the myths, right, the fables begin throughout the church that this is of the devil, people just shut it down. Like they don't want to hear anything else about it. And I'm not saying that it's not of the devil, <laughs> but I'm saying that the more information you get, it it should 
prompt you to ask more questions as opposed to shutting down. So I want to open the dialogue in these spaces, and I have, and I have been accused by people in the church of, you know, proliferating witchcraft in the way of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and all of that, and I don't, whatever. Uh, You know, listen, here's the deal. I am actually, you know, uh, a MyPillow girl. So, speaking of, I'm digging the new spring ads. I love them because I love spring. And this little thing that you see here on my screen of the sheets hanging out in the sun, oh my gosh, I'm Southern as a biscuit, okay? And this whole scene right here, I love this ad. Not only because my name is in the middle of it, so whenever you get to go, whenever you get to go buy your brand new lovely sheets from MyPillow.com, you get to use my name to get an amazing discount. I love that. I love blessing you. I love blessing you. I love being a part of blessing your life, not always bringing, you know, facts, which which can lead to doom and gloom in this day and age because there's apparently, by all accounts, there's a lot to be doom and gloom about. But guess what I read this morning? And I want to encourage you all with this. There's a lot of good in this world. And you know why? Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So with every crazy thing we have going on, God is not surprised, right? And God wants you to sleep comfortably. So get on over to MyPillow.com and get yourself one of those Mike Lindell pillows, the Patriot pillows, right? Get yourself some new sheets, some new slippers, some new things for your dogs, They don't have anything for cats yet. Sorry to all my guy friends who follow me who have cats. Whatever that's about. No shame. But I love this scene right here with the sheets hanging in the wind. Because it reminds me of my childhood growing up in Hall County. Having to go to church meet every summer. God help us. Sleeping in hay and straw. Yes, me, the city slicker. Slept in straw with my cousin Susan. It was great. Taught me a lot that I hate snakes. I don't like uh, crickets or grasshoppers that are bigger than our doom buggy without a windshield. And I don't like doing 50,000 miles per hour across the field being chased by a bull. Mm -hmm. But that scene right there that you're looking at with Monica right in the middle, save up to 66% off mypillow.com. That just brings back so many great memories about the spring for me. And I love the spring because spring is a time for cleaning stuff out, right? So it's time to get rid of the clutter, clutter in our minds, our spirits, right? Our bodies. It's a great season for detoxing. Speaking of bodies, I was very sad as many of you are too. Uh, A beloved actor, uh, Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with aphasia, uh, which is, you know, there's a lot of mystery around uh, brain conditions, right? And apparently, I'm not saying that he has had a stroke or that he does have a tumor or has had a tumor. I have no idea. I don't know what the details are. Uh, in all of my best research, I have not found exactly what they have not released the details. So we're all left to guess. But what we do know is that it does affect um, the part of your brain that enables you to remember things like words, 
language, sentence structure, word structure. So he has put his career kind of on hold for a moment. Uh, It's not that he can't be medicated or overcome this. And so we are keeping Mr. Bruce Willis in our prayers here at the Monica Matthews Show because Bruce Willis, God bless him. We watch him every Christmas, even though I know that is not a Christmas movie. I get it. Relax. (laughs) But it is in our house. Um, I can't really think of a single role except for what? Oh, the sixth sense. When, when polled about like your worst or least favorite Bruce Willis movie ever, most of you have said the sixth sense, which I don't know why. I don't know why that was your least favorite movie, but he always plays such a badass, which I love. And he's still a great looking man. And, uh, and I haven't been molested by his politics. So Bruce Willis, you, sir, have our prayers and for a speedy recovery because the God that we worship can heal anything. Amen. Amen. So, uh, speaking of healing, uh, a nation, we really need to heal the American culture because, I was going to play a clip for you that a friend of mine sent over from a school here in the state of Georgia, which has, uh, which has, uh, you know, fights in the lunchrooms, uh, racial slurs, uh, craziness going on in a legacy private school here in the state of Georgia, who has already been in the headlines. Uh, you know, a story that I broke a few months ago um, about a list, an alleged list that parents were on and were being targeted allegedly uh, by school administrators. Um, This same school now has a video that is circulating that does not shine favorably uh, on the kids. You know, it's a culture of anger, wrath, accusation, um, you know, profiling one another, and they come by it honestly. They really do. They come by it honestly. And so I want to encourage you to really see this season of resurrection, right? This is not Easter. We're not worshiping Esther. We are, we are worship at my show anyway. I don't know what y'all are doing. Y'all might be worshiping the Easter bunny and all those eggs that put like 50 pounds on my butt every Easter season. But I don't, I'm, I'm getting ready for like the world's greatest lamb that I will be roasting again. Yes, yours truly can dress a whole lamb and put that sucker on the spit and watch it spin for about 10 hours and take that thing right off and have some mouth eating, mouth watering, uh, mouth eating, <laughs> mouth watering lamb that would just make you slap your mama. So, uh, don't do that, but it is, uh, it's really good stuff. So I we celebrate resurrection in our house, Pascha. I was raised Orthodox Christian. That probably explains a lot. But I'm just a straight-up Jesus chick. So, you know, that's what I believe. I'm a Bible-believing chick, right? I guess you could call me an apologist. I don't know. We're going to learn more about that on Monday. I'm going to have Mr. Uh, Larry Taunton. Larry Alex Taunton. If you're not following him, please go do so. I have I've mentioned him several times on this show. Um, you can follow him on Twitter. You can follow him at his website, LarryAlexTaunton.com. Uh, he is fantastic. And he has a new piece out talking about apologetics. And many people do not fully understand what apologetics is and what it isn't. So we are going to address that on Monday, whenever Mr. Taunton is on my show. Uh, Larry has debated 
some of the most uh, world-renowned and respected atheists. Um, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens, before he died, uh, Richard Dawkins, uh, and many others, um, uh, Muslims as well. Uh, my gosh, the man is a historical, you know, genius. Um, and, and also all things Christian apologetics. And so I, I tend to think that that is a subject that is grossly misunderstood. Um, and so I'd like to address that. So Monday, tune in 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can find that at my website. If you're my podcast follower, that'll be up starting uh, 12 p.m. on Monday through Friday, 12 to 1 p.m. And you can also find it on Twitter. Um, where else am I? Uh, a YouTube, Rumble, all of those uh, channels. Also, probably by Monday, BitChute. Uh, thanks to Zach Voorhees, who was my guest, my special guest the other day, and launching his uh, new platform, which uh, alleges that he will be able to um, prohibit the cancellation of content creators such as myself. So if you missed that show, go back, take a look at that. Uh, that is up on my YouTube channel as well as Rumble. Uh, and the audio version is can be found anywhere, iHeart, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you can find my um, my podcast on most download mediums. Uh, you can listen to that as well. But we were talking about the cancel culture, which apparently this NFT that we're going to be discussing this evening at 9 p.m. is also going to address. Um, this should be interesting. We're talking about campaign finance reform. These are my words. Campaign finance issues as well and how you can support candidates uh, through this NFT, um, and also how people like myself and uh, Colonel Manis and uh, Buzz Patterson and others can, and Chad Prather, you know, Emerald Robinson, all of my favorite folks, um, won't be canceled, right? That's really important that we have a place to host our content so that it cannot be taken down. Another reason why I'm huge on supporting uh, MyPillow.com and Mike Lindell, um, because this is, you know, a patriotic company, um, and we need more of that. So back to the people who are, you know, uh, who who are not interested in, uh, in uh, raising your children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, right? So if you're not following Christopher Rufo on Twitter, I don't know if he's on Facebook, I'm not on Facebook, although... As quiet as it's kept, there may or may not be a place for you to go and find me on Facebook soon. <laughs> we'll see. But Christopher Rufo, he has an amazing piece that I'm about to uh, I'm about to introduce to you. This is this has been a very big deal all day. Uh, he has this massive expose, which he normally does. Uh, man, the man is extremely exhaustive, uh, especially when it comes to. Uh, things about our children, school, education, the de- the devolving, the devolution um, of of our society systemically as it pertains to the indoctrination of our kids for all things un-American, uh, un-Christian, um, immoral. I've been having this ongoing conversation with people in my family about the ability to um, have freedom outside of the context of Judeo-Christian principles. And so I'm looking forward to my conversation with Larry on Monday. Uh, We're going to answer some of those questions as well. I know Dennis Prager has also done a fantastic job over at PragerU. Uh, You can probably find an an archived version of of a video that that addresses, uh, you know, his concern and his 
his assertion that you cannot have a free society that is rooted in immorality. It is impossible. And I, and I dare say that our current situation in this country, which is far greater than a situation, this culture that we have in our country, our beloved country, right? In God, we trust. Um, interesting that that would be on money, but at any rate, um, Judging by what's happening in your schools, this fighting, this contention, this accusation, race baiting around everything, CRT, uh, DEI at your uh, diversity and equity and really in, you know, inclusion, but exclusion is what I call it. Um, you know, the, the equity of the, the, the striving for equity in that in order for one ship to rise, the tide has to basically drown the other one. <laughs> so that's just my basic understanding. And that's not even, it's not my basic understanding. It's my basic opinion of equity. And the, and the thing that always gets me is that I understand why people think that's um, a viable solution. I get it. And so, you know, I, I hate to make fun of people who have actually just staked their flag in the ground around this. This is their banner. Um, I don't like to make fun of people about it. I would rather host, you know, very um, entertaining and in-depth conversations about it. So guess what you have to look forward to in the coming months and weeks and years, <laughs> God willing, on this show right here Monday through Friday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, taking live callers. So I want to hear from you guys, but we're also going to bring people on who are really married to this ideology. And we're going to bring people on who see the opposite side of the coin. And I want them to bring both sides of the conversation to the table, and we're going to talk about it, right? And really, at the end of the day, the scale on my show is always going to be the Word, the Word of God. And that's just my show. That's me. That's my life. That's who I am. That, those are my scales. And so that is, that, that is my plumb line. If it, if it doesn't measure up to the truth, to what I uh, have adopted and what I have committed my life to pursuing, to embracing, and to proliferating, and to sharing, right, with others, chiefly the audience that I've been entrusted with, um, that's my plumb line. And so I'm not going to be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, but I, but I think it's important to bring people to the table to be able to assert why they believe it's necessary, right? It's not enough for us, in my humble opinion, it's not enough for us to continue down this path of, I'm trying to find this article. I've, I just I just passed through Wendy Rogers on Twitter. Boy, she's been on it this morning. Disney should now be known as the grooming company. And grooming should be illegal. Well, you would think so. I mean, where's the, where, how isn't it? I guess you would have to first define it. So get busy, legislators. You have your work cut out for you. And then she also says Susan Collins is voting for Biden's vile SCOTUS nominee. Susan Collins is a communist and a traitor. I quote Wendy Rogers <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, here's just one tweet in, in, one, uh, in one example of what's happening in your schools, 
uh, what's coming through Disney, through Pixar, through these companies that have, uh, you know, taken this approach and this stance that it, it should be all, th- it's not, it's unloving according to them. You have to understand something about people who have adopted this mindset. Um, to them, it is loving it, to be inclusive of every wind of doctrine. Do you understand that? It's, it's, it's not always because someone's coming from some place of, well, to hell with the conservatives and the Christians. This is just how we see it, and this is what we're going to do. We're not that important to some people, <laughs> uh, contrary to popular belief. So Christians and, and conservatives really aren't that important to uh, a lot of people in, in certain artistic spaces, and even political spaces, to be honest with you. They focus on, on their audience. And they do it really well. We focus on who knows what. But but now we should be focused on our children. You've heard me say it in spaces before, and I'll say it again. When it comes to our children, this is absolutely the hill upon which to die. Be innocent. And God said so himself. And woe unto those. Woe unto those who bring offense to these little ones. And if you don't think that it's offensive that a child is subjected to sexual material prior to an appropriate age for them to be able to conceptualize what that means for their lives, right? Without it being defiling, without it going against, um, this is me speaking as a Christian, without it going against the natural order of creation. That is not meant to accuse those of you who do not subscribe to that. That is not meant to condemn you. It is my fundamental belief as a minister and as someone who uh, subscribes to the word as inerrant truth, that that is the inerrant truth. And so that is the position from which I approach this conversation. And it is absolutely in love it is absolutely in deep concern for my society, um, not only eternally, because eternally starts now, right? It's not post-death. This is not a post-mortem concern of mine about where are you going to go if you die tonight? Well, I don't know. Do any of us really? <laughs> so, just saying. Uh, yes, I do confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. And so the word says... All of those who call upon me shall be saved. But I think up to now, we've all been able to agree in America what is decent, what is orderly, right? Um, And we have allowed science to dictate that with regard to what we know about the growth of the human brain, uh, what is our acceptable guidelines, right? But what's interesting is that that whole God of science, that monolith of science that we have, um, that altar upon which we have worshipped for so many years in this nation is the very God that is rising from his throne, his little bitty throne, but it's still a throne nevertheless, to now tell you, well... Well, this is what we really know about science, right? So this is why it's so important to have a plumb line of faith for me. Maybe not for you, but it is for me. This is why it's important um, for me to 
accept that um, a man and a woman will make a child according to the biblical way of knowing one another and how that, you know, life proliferates, right? And up to this year, a few years ago, biology concurred, science concurred. But now whenever you speak with people who are, have adopted this, that this is loving to open your children's minds to the possibility that they can be anything they want to be. They can reimagine themselves. They can reimagine science. They can reimagine the truth. It's magical. See how seductive that is? And because kids are so beautiful and they're so innocent and they want everyone to be included. They want everyone to be loved. Unless you're playing playing King of the Hill or Dodgeball. And then it's game on, but that's a whole other level. But most children, and I was the queen of the hill <laughs> and dodgeball. I would crush you. Anyway, as you can imagine. But most children want to be, they want to commune with each other. They don't want to leave other kids out, right? They're curious about each other. I mean, that's why everybody played doctor. But now, hmm, anyway. Okay, so here's a page from a book that says, this is, and this is from Herculean Hammer PhD on Twitter. I retweeted this, so I'm going to quote it. This is just one of the pages from a book read to kindergarten class at at SAS Austin, a so-called elite private school in Austin. Parents are enraged. This is not appropriate material for five-year-olds. It is criminal to confront other people's children with gender identity confusion. I repeat, he he or she says, it is criminal to confront other people's children with gender identity confusion. So now parents are taking the fight to the school. Where they're like, okay, you're allowing our children to change in closets without our knowledge. You're allowing them to be to pretend to reimagine themselves, right? Uh, outside of our purview, outside of our knowledge, outside of our authority. That's a very important word. Outside of your jurisdiction as a parent, this is what's happening, okay? And parents are finally getting to the point where they're like, okay, we know what's up. And no, no. So some of you are probably going to have to exercise a little bit of lawfare where this is concerned. If you're going to die on the hill of you're going to protect the innocence of your children whenever they go to school or you send them into a school setting, whether it's private or public, you're going to have to take this conversation to your school administrators. And you may have to do that legally. And God knows I'm telling you to show up in a peaceful manner and to be strategic about it. Again, if you need to consult with counsel, I would encourage you to do that. And do so in consultation with other parents who are tired of it. Why are you allowing yourselves to be bullied by your school administrators and boards of education? And the Department of Justice and the FBI and everybody else who has a file on anyone who stands for freedom and for the autonomy of God's creation in the way of little children. Why? No. 
God has not called us to cower in the corner because we have a runaway Department of Justice right now. No. For all we know, this is God's way of being like, hmm, who's going to stand? Because remember, it's God who brings up and it's God who brings down. Right? He installs kings and he removes them. There's the hope. (laughs) So God, either God is provident or he's not. But if his kingdom's going to come into this earth and it's going to come through us, then we have to stand. And we have to make a decision about what's right and what's wrong. And we have to define the plumb line. We have to plant that banner and the flag in the ground of our faith and use the government and the constitution and laws that are already at our disposal and use them. You don't have to reinvent the wheel whenever it comes to this. The left doesn't. They make it appear to be to create a new wheel, but they're simply adding and molesting, and I'm using that as a legal term. They're maligning, altering words, right? They're reimagining your laws. So everybody's reimagining the truth. So you're going to have to stand. So here's here's what the book says. There's a page of these beautiful black hands holding um, a brown child in a diaper. And it's a children's book. And it says, see, when you were born, you couldn't tell people who you were or how you felt. They looked at you and made a guess. Maybe they got it right. Maybe they got it wrong. Can you imagine being a little kid being like, okay, well, what does that mean? When's recess? Like you're in kindergarten, you're like, can we play in the Play-Doh again? Can I look up so-and-so's skirt on the playground? I mean, you know how, it's kids. It's kids. It's what they do. They're not biting and scratching. They're coalescing. They're creating communities or they're, you know, tearing down each other's forts. Right? But, But why on earth would you subject your children to this confusion of, I don't know. I mean, I've always... My parents have always put me in pink. People have always said I'm a girl. But maybe I can reimagine who I am. Okay, I'm going to play you some audio. Okay, ready? Here we go. Christopher Rufo. Again, if you're not following him, you should. Here's the scoop. Disney corporate president Carrie Burke says, quote, as the mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child. Child. Transgender pansexual. End quote. She supports having many, many, many LGBTQIA, I don't know what happened to the U, but the U was in there, characters in our stories and wants a minimum of 50% of characters to be LGBTQIA and racial minorities, okay? Then he goes on to say there's a whole thread on this. Scoop, uh, Disney diversity and inclusion manager Vivian Ware says the company has eliminated all mentions of ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls in its theme parks in order to create that magical moment, end quote, for children who do not identify with traditional gender roles. What is the role of a six-year-old boy? 
what is the gender role of a nine-year-old girl? Aren't they children? Isn't that their role? Isn't their role to remind us of the innocence of creation? The Bible thinks so, so much that Jesus himself said, Suffer not the little children to come unto me, and woe unto those who cause these little ones to stumble. It would be better for them to have a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into the deepest parts of the sea. End quote. Jesus, the living Christ, of the one God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's what he said. The same Jesus that said, lest you enter in as a what? Child. You will in no way will you see or enter in to the kingdom. There's a lot to this molesting of your children's autonomy. There's a lot of spiritual implications here. A lot. It's not just science. It's not just the Great Reset. It is not just because people are totally obsessed with their genitalia and everyone else's. It is not just political warfare. It is not narrative warfare. Not just narrative warfare. It is not just part of the great social engineering called the reset. No, 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 no. This has been ongoing since the foundations of the world. And how do I know that? Because Jesus was set in position from the foundations of the world for a day just like today in our country. Because God knew that we were going to end up just as crazy as the one who said, I will ascend my throne above yours. Hold my beer. And God's like, oh yeah, okay. See ya, first politician. And take a third of those little minions that you campaigned with with you. Right? He was the first canvasser. The first politician. It's Lucifer. (laughs) I love that. I just love the fact that, not that he was the first politician and that he tried to overthrow God and that that will never happen. And that the only way it happens in this earth is whenever evil works through God still wins. He's already won. Jesus won the entire battle. That's why we're celebrating resurrection season. Hello. So he won. But we're still here. And Satan, in this space of time, in this space of this dispensation, where he's not been thrown into the lake of fire for eternity yet, (laughs) uh, the church has not been called up yet. Depends on where you are in pre-trib, post-trib, Pre, you know, the other day I started thinking, good grief, what if I was born like after? What what if we're all part of the, uh, uh, hello, post-rapture, which by the way, rapture is not mentioned in your Bibles. Hello? Uh, that word is not there. And, and, and to be raptured actually um, is more about your mind. Check that out. It's more about your mind uh, being enlightened to the uh, power of God into exactly the person of who Jesus Christ is and what he did. So I want to play this for you because this is really important. Let me, let me pull up my, uh, pull up my trusty, uh, my trusty uh, sound here from uh, Twitter. So give me one 
second. I gotta go to my little uh, account because this is this is too good for you to miss. To be honest with you, okay, hold on. This is what happens whenever I am producing my own show, which I actually kind of enjoy. I'm not gonna lie, I'd count on anybody else. It's awesome. I don't have somebody in my ear, although it's kind of fun. Uh, and I'm on my own time schedule, which is also fun until I start keeping, uh, you know, my hour schedule starting next week and you guys get to call in and talk and I have amazing guests. Remember beginning next Monday, Monday through Friday, Monica Matthews, life, love and Liberty everywhere. You can find me from 12 PM to 1 PM Eastern standard time. And we're going to be taking live callers and I will put the number up on the screen once I am live on Monday. So, all right, here we go. Uh, I could sing and dance for you in the meantime, but let me feel <laughs> Let me find this. Oh, you guys are going to be like, what the? And this is Disney's response to, holy crap, this is the don't, this is the quasi don't say gay, whatever that is about. That is just, hey, quit molesting our children's autonomy is what the whole thing in Florida is about, by the way. But you know, the left is very good with catchphrases and tropes and narratives because that's the space in which they operate. The narrative warfare space, hello. And so, all right, I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay, here we go. Or maybe I don't have it. I think. Uh, one oh, transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we had a, we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where, um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. And, and, and yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just, just get to be characters um, and, and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, that's been very eye-opening for me. Um, and, and I, I can tell you, um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened. Um, I, as a leader and me, as my colleagues would not have focused on and, and going forward, um, I, I certainly will be more so I know that we will be. And, um, and I hope this is a moment where shoot, um, the 50% of the tears, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> are coming, um, See what I mean? Th that's how she feels having she, that. That was uh, Disney corporate president Carrie Burke, who says that she's the mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child. So remember what I said earlier in the conversation that uh, it's not even really about you as a conservative or trying to, you know, in, in the hearts and minds of, of a lot of folks, the most loving thing you can do is to widely accept and to make acceptable and accepted in society um, the LGBT 
uh, QIA, I don't know what happened to you, uh, way of life. Right. And so, but what's interesting about that is that whenever you're, whenever you're contending with equitable principles, ultimately in today's equity conversation, uh, something has to become abnormal or otherwise uh, demonized. And guess who that is? That would be the straight uh, and unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, but it is what it is. Straight, white, male, female as in separate sexes, not genders, not to be confused with genders. Um, But yes, that is now the new uh, marginalized special class, special group, right? Uh, That has become the subculture of what is now made up of only uh, two point something percent of the population makes up this sector of the population but it has the loudest microphone and it has the uh, largest reach into the hearts and minds of your children otherwise known as our future generations and our culture our judeo-christian culture and our ability to uh, proliferate as a species Unless you're cool with everybody going into a Petri dish as part of the artificial intelligence movement, which is a very real movement, by the way. So all of that to say, um, she is just one person uh, who spoke out as I read part of this, the transcript. Again, if you're not following Christopher, uh, you should go, uh, go find his material um, online. He also, now this was kind of, this, this one was interesting. All of the um, gendered. All right, hold on. So this is uh, Disney Diversity and Inclusion Manager Vivian Ware. Okay, this is the person who's telling you that they're no longer going to be referring to ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls in the theme park and you're probably still going to go spend your money there just like most of you are still on facebook right well it's a national pastime is it is it the same disney corporation that we all knew and loved or is it just the disney corporation that we thought we knew and loved that was actually something very different the whole time i don't know all I have to go on, and without rolling into all a whole host of conspiracy theories about Walt Disney and the whole Disney gang over there, I'm not going to entertain that in the show today. Uh, but I will say, just for the sake of this conversation, are they still? Do they still represent whatever fantasy <laughs> it rep- they represented to you? Whatever good, clean uh, fantasy. They provided for kids to believe in the imaginable, right? I remember my daughter asking me, Mom, is Mickey Mouse real? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Do you think he's real? And she's like, Mom, just tell me, is he real or not? And I'm like, well, I'm going to ask you again. Is he real to you? Well, yeah. I was like, okay. He came out of someone's imagination. He has a figure. He has a voice. He has a personality. He has a wardrobe. So on some level, he's real. He came out of someone's imagination and onto 
a design board onto your uh, Saturday morning cartoons, onto the pages of your children's books, onto the movie theater screens. So yeah, and he's actually monetized billions of dollars. So on some level, Mickey's real. But is there a mouse named Mickey who is like, you know, something that God created in the physical? Unless you found a mouse in our kitchen and you wanted to name him Mickey, I don't know what to tell you. But is that mouse real uh, from a vain imagination standpoint? Not saying there's anything wrong with imagination, okay? But as it pertains to how this particular God has decided to stand up from his throne, and tell you, surprise, remember all those vain imaginations? Well, now we're going to have your children reimagining how God created them. See how that works? And you just keep feeding the beast. Greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. Hello we, friends. we are in the process of changing over those, those recorded messages. And so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the magic kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And so I love the fact that it's opened up the creativity, the opportunity for our cast members to look at that. We, we have our cast members working with, merchandise, working with food and beverage, working with, with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps, you know, we, we want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. Sure. So how long before Cinderella ends up being Cinder Bob? I don't know. I mean, what are we doing here? Where are we going? Since everyone has to have equitable representation, where are we going? I mean, the drag queens that I've known and loved, and by the way, there's a distinct difference between what is happening right now with this cultural shift Although some would argue in the Christian faith that because we sat back and watched, you know, a thousand movies with a dude in a dress um, and laughed and mocked and had a good old time with it, that somehow we have encouraged this and where we are right now. And there's a part of me sometimes that goes, you know what, (laughs) might not be wrong about that because the Bible's also very clear about this type of behavior and the fact that people mock it and join along with it and consider it to be fun and um, and excusable behavior. Again, I didn't write it. It's a book that I did not write, I promise you. Uh, but I do believe it. I believe it. And so, again, um, where are we going? Who gets to reimagine themselves as a Disney character? I mean, our superheroes have already been, you know... Um, turned out. (laughs) So, uh, where are we? Uh, so here's my admonition with regard to, uh, love, right? Life, love, and liberty on this show. Raise your children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. You are going to have to make very difficult decisions for your families in the coming days. And I look forward to being here to helping you navigate These conversations, feelings, um, you know, emotions, confusion, 
um, facts. I look forward to representing both sides of the conversation so that, uh, because I do believe actually that um, you shouldn't be afraid and you should actually face head on the people who are being used by an invisible spiritual existence to propagate vain imaginations against the truth and the inerrant, unadulterated truth of our creator and the author and the finisher of our faith who wants nothing more than for his kingdom to come and his will to be done in this earth as it is in heaven. And that is for all of the captives to be set free. That is so that every man, woman, and child would be saved. That is so people understand who they are and whose they are and why. And why that's so important, right? God did not create people to be confused and to be suicidal and depressed and oppressed and heavy and and afraid and terrorized at even the mention of his name. God did not create his creation to be completely out of their minds, out of the mind of Christ, of order and of decency and of love and kindness and patience, actual love, right? Love for righteousness. That's, he did not create us outside of those boundaries because he understands what happens outside of those boundaries. And I'm of the humble opinion that with a nation with no morality, uh, you are on the verge of complete extinction as far as, uh, you know, a nationality goes and a culture. No, no civilization has made it past this. So either we actually do an about face as a nation and we stand for these children and for our babies and we stand for people who are confused about what standing looks like and what it means and that it actually is standing for truth and for love. And hey, if you want to do that over there, if you want to create those things in Disney, you're certainly capable of doing that. Uh, But we're going to shut it down in our home. Because that's part of our jurisdiction as parents to shut things down that come in and out of our homes, right? And some of you have already given up the ghost moons ago. I mean, you did that with your kids and all the crazy stuff they wear, right? I love the parents. They're like, well, I can't help what's on their phone. Have you lost your mind? Who are you? Maybe I'm just Southern. I don't know. But whatever went on in my family's house was uh, directly in the line of fire of my dad who would torpedo anything that was not of his household, including but not limited to what I would wear. Although I did have a principal who liked to measure my skirts. And I'm just telling you, I don't think it was because he was concerned about the length. But that's neither here nor there. So, uh, got to spend some time with Herschel Walker last night. That was a ton of fun. Uh, He is busy campaigning. And he was hosted by a lovely Atlanta couple in one of the most magnificent Atlanta homes I've ever seen. And I'm native to Atlanta. And... um, It's pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. But he, you know, along these lines, people, you know, I thought his stump was really interesting. I've heard Herschel speak a few times, for those of you who don't know. (laughs) Uh, Heisman Trophy winner, UGA superstar, (laughs) All-American guy, uh, fabulous wife and son, uh, Christian Walker. Some of you follow him. He's amazing. Um, But uh, Herschel's stumps have been very uh, socially driven, which I find interesting. He's not the only politician. So, you know, he does talk about the border. He does talk about our deficit. He he does talk about uh, the national bloated budget, which is literally, 
uh, inconsolable, irreconcilable. It is like we have to divorce ourselves from that, from that way of thinking and being and doing and breathing and having our being in the way that we handle our national budget. It's insane. Um, so he did talk about the border. He did talk about fiscal issues. Um, but, but chiefly, uh, you know, really discussed social issues, which I thought was really interesting because I've heard several candidates do the same thing. Because in in and ultimately, it's like if you don't stop and address those while the other issues are absolutely important, uh, you are going to end up like with a Susan Collins um, who would vote to uh, secure the nomination of this uh, the seat of this particular Supreme Court justice, which is absolutely preposterous in my humble opinion i'm it doesn't surprise me about susan collins hello it shouldn't surprise any of us um but it's um it tells us a lot about where we are as a nation right um as a body of people who are supposed to be governed by laws and not feelings and a judiciary who thinks that it's okay to legislate from the bench right so Herschel and others have spent time dealing with the fact that as a as social constructs go, we are we are not headed for the toilet. We are actually in the toilet. And that our children, what I've been saying this whole show, our children are the, are the hills really to die on right now. And because without them, and of course addressing onshoring businesses, right? Uh, staving off the Great Reset, um, you know, uh, not involving ourselves in wars that no one can really explain. And wherever there's evidence, someone's there to just put out that fire. <laughs> just poof, just vanishes like flatulence. It's just gone. Political flatulence. It's just gone. So I, you know, I just kind of took note of that. And, um, and he's such a, he's so likable, right? Like he's just the most likable person, especially as a politician, uh, you will ever encounter. Yeah, and he's not a politician, thank God. That's probably why he's so likable. But he's um, he's just real, extremely accessible, and uh, you know the mind on his on the head on his shoulders is is very much so geared toward um, America being unified. I got to tell you, it wasn't as much about the GOP as you will hear a lot of people stumping uh, for the GOP. It's almost like they're stumping for the GOP, right? But Herschel was stumping for America. And that's the second time I've heard him do that. He was stumping for everyone. And so I think he's going to go, um, I think he's going to take this ball all the way into the end zone. And I think that we need to stop giving Democrats um, en masse such a hard time. Democrat voters are looking for a home, a political home. So it is, and they see the craziness. They don't make up the 2.5% of the world that is telling you that you're nuts for thinking that boys are boys and girls are girls. They just don't. They're hardworking people who basically want to be left alone. And they don't want to pay $10 a gallon at the gas pump. They don't want to pay $10 for a pack of bacon the other day. If I'm lying, I'm frying. It was right there at a well-known chain in the Atlanta area. I was like... Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm going to eat all those sulfites and stuff that I'm not supposed to, whatever, all those nitrates and all that crap, whatever's in it, I'll take it for $5.99. This time, this $10.99 stuff, I'm good. Uh, I was like, wow, thanks, Joe. 
Thanks, fourth branch of government. Yeah. Thanks, great resetters. This is so fun. No one can afford anything. Yeah, so Democrats are politically, uh, you know, uh, they're like political asylum seekers. So just remember that whenever you guys are out stumping. You're not stumping for the GOP. I hope you're not raising a dime for the D- for the GOP. I hope you're not raising a dime for the RNC. And I hope you tune in tonight at 9 p.m. on my Twitter space. By the way, speaking of raising money, speaking, 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 beacon, bacon, speaking of making sound financial decisions, I want you to head on over to my website. There's so much I could say about this, but I am uh, in a new relationship with Gold Co. And I want you to go to my website as I'm still navigating. You know, we just started dating. We did. And I'm very excited that they've asked me out. And so while I'm getting to know all of the nuances of this fabulous uh, new venture that I'm a part of here uh, in the way of representing uh, Gold Co. Uh, You can go to my website at monicamatthews.com backslash Gold Co. And uh, you can find out all about it. But here's the gist of it. You ready? If you have an IRA, uh, 401k or savings account, you know how scary things are right? You also know what I just said earlier, the Biden administration's already printed more more money in the past two years than the previous 100. What? <laughs> the national debt just hit a record $30 trillion <laughs> because they're literally just like reset. It's all gone. Whatever that's going to look like. Okay. Inflation's at its highest that we've seen since uh, 1982. And it's only a matter of time before those house of cards come crashing down. Yes, if you have retirement savings, your money could be at serious risk. So talk to my friends at Gold Code to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. Now, even before I got asked out on a date, proverbially speaking, y'all know that. I'm kidding. Um, with Gold Code, I've been hashtagging silver for the past year. All of you guys are so funny. You're like, what do you mean by that? What do you know that we don't? And I'm like, well, gosh, you guys have eyes to see and ears to hear, don't you? Of course you do. So you know what's up. You know what the story is. You know, and and it's for me personally, I do own silver, not through this company because I purchased it prior to my relationship with this company. Uh, but I have uh, a bullion reserve. I do not have uh, certificates. So as I'm navigating, understanding more about uh, goldco.com, I am extremely excited to be a part of something, again, that is going to help you, right? And so my good friend, uh, Wayne Dupree, also uh, endorses Goldco, as does Sean Hannity. And so you can, again, support my efforts by supporting your own efforts by going to monicamatthews.com backslash gold co. Okay. All right. Well, that is about it for me. I'll be back uh, tomorrow and uh, who knows what'll happen between now and then, but right now I got to get to my Bible study and finish talking about discernment. If you would like to sign up for my Bible study, I would love to have you join us. It is every Wednesday evening and we are going to continue moving forward with it. Uh, we've uh, been at this for six weeks now and uh, the Lord has moved in mighty, mighty ways for people in their lives. And it's not about me at all. It is uh, perfectly free. 
If you want to drop a love offering on my website, you can. Uh, I am I am a for-profit kind of woman. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I am not out here, uh, you know, I'm not 501c3ing it. Nope. Uh, I am of the firm belief that you bless me. I bless others. I bless the kingdom. It's amazing how that works, right? And so um, you can contribute to my efforts if you would like, but you're not going to get something that allows you to write off your contribution. What you're not for me anyway, what you're going to get is a blessing from God. And I believe that because the word says that if you will bring your tithes and offerings into the storehouse and you don't, you don't tithe to me, but if you offer something to me, he will pour you out a blessing so big that you won't even be able to contain it. And your cup's just going to be running all over the place. It'll be amazing. And I have lived over that principle as a widow for the past 23 years and it has never failed me especially whenever I didn't think I had it to give. My walk with the Lord began with tithing. Um, and that was interesting because I had just lost every single dime that we had after my husband died. I had a few, I had some money left over in the stock market, but we got taken with a horrible scam. And, uh, and then I, you know, said yes to Jesus and cause he found me, I didn't find him. And, um, And he was like, so, you know, here's something that in order to keep my heart from being entangled in all of that loss and the grief from both losses, my husband and everything that he left us was gone. Um, And so, you know, I'm no stranger to your struggles, especially as single mamas. And, uh, you know, I'm still out here making it with the rest of you. So thank you. Any support you offer me um, is is most graciously accepted. Uh, you can do that on my Twitter feed. There's a little uh, tip jar on my Twitter feed. You can do it at my website at monicamatthews.com. Uh, you can ask me for my, Ven- my Venmo, and uh, I'll be happy to take that. But um, seriously, though, uh, God has been very good to me. And just like the widow, right? Give me your last little bit of oil. And she's like, if I do that, me and my son are going to die. And what ended up happening in that story, I'm not going to tell you. Go read it for yourself. In the meantime, uh, my Bible studies, you're welcome to sign up for those. I would love to hear from you if you're interested in joining us uh, for the next six weeks. And you can do that by emailing me at monica at monicamatthews.com with the subject line being um, Bible study. And then I'll know that it's you and I'll put you on the list and I will let you know when we are starting up again. We meet via WebEx. That may actually change this next go around. Uh, I may have another way of connecting with you guys, but it is by video conference um, as we are working up to me actually touring around and coming to a city near you to uh, to bring forth a really cool curriculum that I think uh, you're going to be excited about once I announce it in the coming days uh, with my new ministerial efforts to uh, coincide with my media efforts. So got a lot going on. God is moving in the earth. Please be encouraged. Don't be discouraged. I need you to find your courage. Our children, this country needs you to be encouraged. This is time to show up and be filled with the courage of the Holy Spirit, which is filled with the mind of Christ, which of love and power and of a sound mind. That is the mind of Christ, right? It's not hating on people. It's not separating people. It is not um, being phobic of people. It's none of that. It's not accusing people falsely. It's getting our own homes in order first. 
It is. It's getting our own homes in order first, our own minds, our own hearts, clean sweeping. Remember, uh, you know, we also have, um, uh, we also have where to go. (laughs) Speaking of clean sweeping. Okay. Ready? Spring cleaning. (laughs) You can also head over to mypillow.com and use Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A to purchase your brand new, lovely spring sheets and towels and slippers and dog beds and dog blankets. That was interesting. I saw that too. Uh, So I'm looking forward to receiving my first dog blanket here in the coming days. My dog is going to be like a huge fan of Mike Lindell. Uh, So yeah, good stuff. All right, guys, I love you. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, go to my website, support my efforts, and buy a t shirt <laughs> that says, if you're an American, act like one. Be good to your neighbor. Be good to yourself. Be good to your kids, your spouses, your dogs. Go buy a pillow. MonicaMatthews.com backslash gold co. Thank you.